Hey guys, have you seen The Three Amigos? No, I haven't. Yeah, I have. By the way, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Justin. <laughs> All right, Josh. Being the uh, the only one who hasn't seen it, let's let's hear the rundown. I really should know what this movie is about. It's been around forever. I'm. It's it's some. I assume it's some kind of western with some kind of like you know bard like cowboys or whatnot, and they go undoing good thing. I, I can tell from the expressions that I'm fairly off. <laughs> but I hope that at least the western part well, is... It may take place in Spain. This is like, this is the three of me because I'm thinking the super old and not like a modern movie called three because it's about like three drug dealers or something defined, that go around. Defined like, old. Like, not <laughs> 90s and up. There you go, okay, yeah. Yes, okay, yes, it's old. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna get to it and we'll be back. Just having seen the three amigos, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Still, same here. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I haven't seen that in. It's been a long time. Probably a decade, at least, maybe fifteen years. I, I got to admit, I was I was kind of scared to put it on there because I didn't know, like, oh, hold up. Yeah, like like, like how uh, trouble troubling it would be nowadays. Problematic. <laughs> yeah, problematic. This was kind of. The uh, opposite of the movie we watched last week, which was uh, White Savior, the movie. They were still the White Saviors, though. True, but (laughs) that one, it was like (laughs) mythical blue-eyed, blue handkerchief guy who literally saved the day. Here, the people in the village did all the work. Yes. Well, besides the rescue. Okay, yet the Three Amigos held their own in... A fight. Yeah. So let's talk about this. This movie takes place in 1911 Hollywood. Yeah. Is where we start. It's, Filmed in 86. Yep. Well, released in 86. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. This is a Lauren Michaels production, so you have a lot of, like, SNL people dipping in and out at the beginning. No. <laughs> uh, All three of the main stars are big SNL people. Yeah. We're in the golden age of Hollywood, and we're focusing on the three amigos. And... This is why I say it's kind of like the opposite of last week, because it's more self-aware. Oh, yeah. It's And they're total idiots. Oh, yeah. They're, they're movie stars who save the day and have elaborate costumes and get in gunfights and have catchy phrases. What were their names again? It was uh, Chevy day. Chase. Uh, Mar- uh, Steve Martin was Lucky Day. Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase was Dusty Bottoms. And and Martin Short was... Ned Needlemeyer. Ned Needlemeyer or something like that. Yeah. What are you guys? I'm a Dusty Bottoms. I'm a Ned. Yeah. I guess I'm the third guy. No, you could be a Ned, too. We oh, could, can I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could be oh. a Dusty Bottoms if you want. <laughs> Dusty Bottoms is good no, at throwing things. I, I think I'm a lucky day. I liked his... Uh, they all had unique insignias on their hats. Yeah. Lucky had a horseshoe. Ned had a five-armed, like, Zia yeah. pattern. The New Mexico flag. And... Uh, 
Dusty had an eagle. An eagle, that's right. Dusty Bottoms had an eagle. So they're movie stars. They're sort of vaudevillian before that even, though. Yeah, it was back in the day when movie stars were like... Silent films, for sure. Like, like they they had a lot of stuff, but only because the uh, the studio gave it to them. They didn't actually own shit. Right. They were basically working for free. Do you listen to You Must Remember This? Mm-hmm. It, it's a wonderful podcast about this area of Hollywood. Mm. Great insight into like the business and how stars suffered under different indes- like yeah. production companies. I did study film, so I, I do know <laughs> gotcha, about that okay. kind of stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're, they're three movie stars in silent film, and because they're in silent film, that makes the movie a lot better, I think, because they have to be better at the practical gags. Yes. They're all really good at gunslinging film style. Uh, getting on horses. They're all very choreographed. They do know some musical numbers, though. Yes, they do. Uh, so what's the crux of this film, Josh? Like, what's the main strife going on? They get summoned to a small town in Mexico. They think they're putting on a show, and it's a real situation. Really because the lady couldn't afford yeah. a, a full telegram, so she had to do like the shortened version, so it sounded like they were just getting invited to do a show. And this is the very early days of film, so people don't understand that film isn't real life. It's, yeah. They kind of assume it's all documentary, and it's not a naivete, it's just it's a new technology. Yeah. It was literally the first time she'd ever seen a movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she summons them via telegraph, the three amigos, to come down to San... Poco. San Poco. And it's under siege by the infamous El Huapo. Yeah, they get, mm-hmm. they, they get into the big thing. He's like, oh, he's more than famous. He's in-famous. <laughs> and, of course... <laughs> he's the biggest star out of Mexico. You're going to have a lot of really snappy lines and funny dialogue between Martin Short and Steve Martin... And a lot of physical comedy. Chevy Chase is always going to be staying in the background, picking his nose and falling over something, or dribbling a burrito. It's like, oof, we could have got a better third, I think. I think he was pretty good. <laughs> he had some good pratfall moments. I love whenever they were, like, uh, doing the the dance number for the second time, and he was just, like, standing Kinda there. Kind of yeah. He was just, like, standing there going, like, yeah, look at that. <laughs> uh, so they would never take this job normally, but... They get. They just got fired. They get a little too greedy at their production meeting. You yeah, would call too it. greedy, and that they asked to be paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about in old Hollywood terms. Yeah. yeah, they get too greedy. They're like, ah, see, we want some money for this, and the guy's like, well, I'm taking back your mansion. I'm taking we... back your car. I'm taking back your clothes. I'm taking back Speaking your women. Speaking of those clothes, those clothes were amazing. <laughs> the first outfits that they're in were some legit. Corny ass outfits. Yeah, it was pre zoot suit. It was like. But we don't see that a lot because a lot of the film from back then is in black and white. Yeah. I think if we could see. The colors. The colors, it would be a lot more dazzling than the clothes we have today. Mm-hmm. We're just used to the beginning of color TV showing us brown from the 60s through the 90s. I mean, the 80s had some colorful fashion. Yeah, for sure. I'm just thinking... I'd, 70s. I'm just thinking, like, Seinfeld, everything. 70s brown. was pretty colorful. You're right. Um, so, they get fired. They ask for too much. The guy's like, you're canned. You'll never work in the business again. Their clothes get... It's a pretty funny moment. Their clothes get ripped yeah, off. Yeah, he's like, oh, you live in the ho- you live in the mansion? Well, not anymore. 
That's from the studio. That's Where'd you get those of, clothes? That's kind of a good deal. Getting a mansion for being in movies. Yeah. Getting cars for being they, in movies. Like, I, like, they weren't wanting for anything. No. But they didn't make any money. No. Right. They were totally owned by the studio. Yeah. So we have, um... Who do we have in here in the office? We've got two SNL alum that I think were currently on the show. Phil Hartman's Phil one. Phil Hartman. Yeah. And the other, uh... Um, I'm an actor. <laughs> I forget his name. The uh, critic. The only thing I can, like, every time I think of him, I think of the role in The Wedding Singer where he's like, he's losing his mind. Gotcha. And I'm reaping all the benefits. It'll come to me in this episode. <laughs> um, they're like the goons. And Phil Hartman, as soon as he hears bad news, is reaching for a pistol in his pocket like the mob owns Hollywood. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Did you see who the boss they were talking to was? Big ol' cigar, golden walls, pillars. So their clothes get completely stripped. They're in their undershirts. They get to keep their cool hats, which is nice. They're out on the street, and they're like, don't worry, opportunity always comes along. A bike messenger rolls up, gives them the telegram, and it's like, oh, we have a gig for 100,000 pesos down in Mexico. This movie is like the epitome of, like, that God looks out for fools. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're total morons, but all of their stupid plans work just by sheer happenstance and luck. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I believe there are two types of comedies. One where the world is sane and the protagonist antagonists are... Crazy. Not cre- uh Bonkers, yeah. aloof. Yeah. Uh, they're the mystical part. Exactly. Setting, like a normal setting. Yeah, they can do things that aren't abiding by the laws of physics or anything. And then there's movies where everything is like that, like your Austin Powers, your uh, your movies where the laws of reality don't really hold mm-hmm. to ours. This one, I think everything's weird. Yeah, it, some of it more than others, though. Like, whenever they went to go find El Guapo, like, mm-hmm. before, like, the parts where they're in El Poco is absurd. Santa, right, like, like yeah. Santa Poco, it's, it's absurd, but it's not like... Like, just straight-up fantasy. I like this bar. They but, go to the Cantina uh, El Bracho, which is drunk, and it starts off, um, the woman and this boy from the town are looking for help, and we get introduced to the character Josh likes to call, what, what would you say his M.O. is? Which guy? The, you said he's like the sexual harasser, that's his only bit in the movie. Oh, that guy. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, I'll help you, but you gotta help me first. And then he, and then he asks the the male character, one of the guys that come in later, the German guy, he's like, come sit on my lap, I want to show you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, he just, that's just what he does. <laughs> uh, so our amigos break into the studio to get their outfits, and we got a funny moment where I think it's Chevy Chase is up on top of the building and he's trying to signal the other two and he's trying all these bird calls and he's like, finally, this is a running gag. It just keeps going and going and going. And finally it's like, guys, get, get the fuck up here. <laughs> and they're looking, they're like, okay. And they get in their suits, five security guards break in and they're like, ha-ha, and throw their arms up and swing on ropes and land and then run off like one, two, three. And that's how the whole movie is. And they get away. I love it. And that's it why I say works. it's a magical reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go down to Mexico. Uh, they find this town. But before that, mm, yes, the German guy shows up. Yeah, goes to this bar, kills someone. He's like, "I have two friends that are coming. Give them a message. Yeah, I, have, I have friends that are coming. 
whenever they get here, you better treat them nice because they're not as kind as I am. So he like puts the fear of God in these people. And these fucking yahoos come in, and they have like the same color pistols, and they're the white. The pearl grip. Yeah. <laughs> the three amigos come in right after this murderous German pre World War One pilot. If that hadn't happened, they would have been straight up murdered in oh, that bar <laughs> in seconds. Yeah. Uh, they order. They uh, order some tequila. They're like, "Do you have any beer?" No. Oh, I got tequila. Is it like beer? Yeah. They get huge cups. Like, this movie is full of bottles of of tequila. tequila. People are chugging it. Oof. I can't do that with tequila, man. I don't know anybody that can do that with tequila. Constantly. But, yeah. uh, They get it, they slam it, and then they all go into funny poses. Um, And everybody's terrified of them. So they're like, oh, maybe we should relax everybody and put on this musical number. So they put on a musical number. Entire, entire music. This is the funniest part of the movie for me. Real, the My Little Buttercup? Yeah, where they're singing and just how terrified everybody is. They have the audience go along with it and they do because afraid if they're going to die. <laughs> yeah. So, they're like just, pointing at them. I just think it's funny because like them doing that doesn't diminish it. They just get more scared because like, these guys are fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Already, I can't help but compare this to Oblivion because we've done two western westerns in heavy quotes. Neither of these are actual. No, <laughs> but the bar in that one with the uh, conjoined twins and the sheriff and uh, could you imagine if it was a crossover? <laughs> no. Oblivion needs your help. They'll pay you one thousand space rubles. This wasn't a space western. No. But it was a fantasy western. Yes. They find a singing bush. Okay, we'll get to that. Invisible swordsman. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> I think they were delirious in the desert. They might have died that singing night. Singing animals. <laughs> yup. They get down there. They're confused for the Germans' friends. As soon as they walk out, the Germans' real friends do walk in. And the... Uh, Who's this huge guy? He was in the X-Files for a couple of seasons. Yeah, I don't... The bartender? No. The German guy that walks in. Oh. Because he was the alien. I recognize the bartender in there from something, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh... Big studio made it. You can tell the whole movie is filmed in, like, the Hollywood Hills. It's very obvious sets, but (laughs) they meant to do that because it's... This whole movie is making fun of, like, the golden era. Right. So it's all super obvious... Mm-hmm. Sets. Which makes it super cheap to make, yeah. I believe. But it pays off. Uh, the German guys walk in, somebody says one wrong thing to them, and they just blow this whole banister of banditos away. Like, they all fall down into the bar. Bartender's like, this town's getting way too dangerous for me. <laughs> um, they go to Santapoco, and, like, the first night they're there, nothing happens. They wake up, and they're like, they're here. The bandits are coming into town because these three rogue bandits are like, we need more tequila. Let's go rob the town. Yeah. It's not the full bandit. It's just trooper brigade. Yeah. Um, and they do this great thing. They wait like thirty seconds. They're like, let them let them do their lines before we step in. <laughs> they circle around them, just shoot their pistols in the air, and everybody's like. Uh, let's just go tell El Wapo about this because this is really fucking weird. I love the like close up of them riding their horses, shooting their guns up in the air. It's like oh, it's got Ned. like some kind of weird special, like a, almost like a fisheye lens. That's kind of what it looked like. And, and they're Ned's like, tossing they're like his all, gun back and forth, like, doing tricks. 
Uh, so El Wapo gets news of this. We find out he has his own fortress full of banditos. Like, hundreds, it looked like. There's always dudes stationed up on top. It might have sub-levels. You yeah, never know. There could be there poker games going on down there. Just so much tequila. There's, there's a lot of dudes in there. He had a pretty nice little setup yeah. for he a bandit. Was, he was uh, staging like a... Like a like Bollywood kind of looking Saudi Arabian like harem almost photo- photographic scene like uh, like Knights of Alibaba never of. explained that and no. it never came up again I thought he was gonna be like a like someone who was into photography or something well, and it, <laughs> he was very well read it seemed like he yeah, kept he knew expound- the word he kept expounding yeah. his vocabulary it seems like he'd done that a couple of times yeah um, I love that exchange between him and his little and his minion. Hefe. Yeah, where he's like, Hefe's Hefe my favorite. Would I you think. say I have a plethora of pinata? He's like, Yeah, sure. He's like, What's it mean? What's it mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What's it mean? He's like, Well, you just told me I have a plethora. I'd hate for someone to tell me I have a plethora of something and then find out that that person doesn't even know what a plethora is. <laughs> this is like when a senior in high school or college takes you under his wing as a freshman and he's like, What would you say to this? And you're like. Dude, I don't fucking know. He's just looking <laughs> to start a fight, right. and that's what that's what Hefe says. He's like, "Could this be that you're just trying to like get find a way to get mad at me because you're frustrated at something else?" <laughs> He's like, "I don't yeah. know, maybe." Hefe's <laughs> <laughs> his number one. He's his Bob. Yeah. To the Joker. They were they had a pretty good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. There's a huge celebration in town. The three amigos are just dancing. Everybody's singing. They got these amazing fireworks going off that I haven't seen anywhere else ever. They're all like different. Um, On like the wheels and stuff. Mm-hmm, but there's around. like some moons and there's some mm-hmm. fishes and like it's it's really elaborate fireworks. Yeah, it's a nice party. Yeah, sparks everywhere. I was like, how's that not catching on fire? Oh, and that girl was like, have you ever kissed a girl, Dusty? And he's like, yeah, sure, tons of times. He's like, do you want to kiss me? Or would you like to kiss me? Yeah, sure. Keeps playing the guitar. (laughs) She just stares at him. Well, he's like, oh, here? (laughs) A lot of awkward exchanges, which is really funny. Between uh, Chevy Chase and the characters. Yeah, and uh, Martin Short's character, Ned, He's telling stories. He's, he, unlike the other two, he's been, like, he was like a child actor, so he's been in the movies his whole life. Mm-hmm. Little Nettie. So that's, like, all he knows and talks about. And he's constantly expounding on, like, oh, I know about this stuff because I played this role in this movie, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I oh, know that, that, that's that kind of plane, and that's that kind of gun, and I know how to sew because of this. And yeah. <laughs> I can drive whatever kind of vehicles you need. You need a boat fixed? Yeah. He's the go-to guy for that. Whereas Dusty's the flirt and... And the musician. Yeah. No, we get a music scene from... Oh, yeah, you're right, Dusty. Yeah, Dusty, I was thinking he plays Lucky. the music. Yeah, they're all musicians because... He's the only one who plays an instrument. The other two just sing and dance. Right. I, I consider singers musicians. I know, yeah. but I, I meant like he's the one that plays the instruments. He did. He played piano in the bar, and uh, later he plays guitar in the desert. So they're in town. And he can throw real well. Yeah. So can Ned. Ned threw the knife. No, that was Dusty. Oh, was it? Okay. He knocked the guy out with the rock, and then he threw the knife. Oh, okay. <laughs> they all have their little sets of skills. <laughs> At this point, no one knows that they're frauds. And they still think it's a show. 
So they're like, we should ask for money while everyone's excited. The people will think they'll turn down the money because that's what happened in the movie. Yeah. Everybody's seen this movie, hopefully. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and what do we get? I mean, the next morning El Guapo comes to town, completely humiliates him. Shows up with 15, man. I thought he said 50, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Eight, you know, <laughs> five for each guy is still enough. 15 is plenty, but he yeah. said, I thought he said 50. I was like, whoo. <laughs> That's overkill. And this time they do, they ride in like a figure eight pattern, shooting their pistols in the air. And I was just like, you know, shoot one of them. Kill one of them. They constantly move in formation, mm-hmm. these three guys. It's hilarious. Very they good never break. Guy. They never break like their <laughs> formations and like their silly dances and stuff I'm saying next week we skip the movie we get together for some choreography we got three people here who knows we might have another live show someday and all three of we'll us do, might go we'll do we'll do my little buttercup <laughs> we'll make costumes <sighs> these were nice costumes the more I looked at them the more I liked them yeah the black with silver and then the red uh, cummerbunds around the waist. Mm-hmm. And the little poofy thing in the chest, whatever that is. Yeah, roughly shirts. And Ned, his belt buckle says Ned on it. Mm-hmm. That was There's a lot of good details in this. They thought it out. Uh, so El Wapo comes back, shoots um, Lucky. Yeah. Well, because they're like doing their thing, and he he's just laughing. He's like, "I like these guys. They're funny. Only kill one of them." Yeah. Lucky gets shot. <laughs> it just grazes his arm, and he goes to this thing. He thinks they're still acting, so he goes up and he's like, "Let me see your let, gun." Let me see your gun. He just like marches up right up to him. So of course, to the dudes, it looks like he's a badass. <laughs> I gotta a see the gun that shot me. <laughs> and he's like, holds it up. They're not using blanks. And then it dawns on all of them. They all start crying. crying. They're like huddling around and it's hilarious. They're just like, I don't know if we're going to make it out of this. What <laughs> am I doing in Mexico? <laughs> it's that moment where your bravado just snaps and, oh shit. <laughs> and they go up to, like, talk. He's like, let me go talk to a man to man. And you know what? They basically they laid out go on the line. for the lines. <laughs> they laid out on the line. They say we're actors. Yeah. We're. We were confused for heroes. Let us live. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. He's like, I don't... What what is the line? He's like, oh, El Guapo doesn't only shoots men. He doesn't shoot crying, sniffling women. And they're just all like, oh, thank God. So truly. (laughs) And they ride off. They just abandon this town. El Guapo and his bandits throw 50 sticks of dynamite. And light torches and stuff. This town shoot is everything in the air. Decimated. Pretty sure one extra was actually killed by a horse. Yeah, <laughs> we got trampled. It looked like or kicked with. Oh, ouch! Surprised that was in there, because <laughs> ooh, that did not look like staged. Um, they come back the next day to get their stuff. Later that day. Yeah. Not even the next day. Like, like an hour later. Right. <laughs> And the people are like, no, your stuff's gone. He took everything. Like, he robbed or blew it up. And uh, Ned's the first one to be like, maybe we should help him. For reals. He's like, we, we got, got nothing yeah, left. No houses, no families, no money, no car, nothing. Back in Hollywood, why don't we become... My only friends are you two. 
let's become gunslingers. We're, why not? We got the suits. We he's got loading guns. up bullets into his gun for real, real guns as, now. He's do, as he's saying the line. Really, pretty easy to convince. They're not for for how cowardly they acted at at the start. Whenever they figured it out, they are not cowards. No, <laughs> because that night they decide to save the town. They ride off into the sunset. Rescue the girl. Well, they ride off and. Oh yeah, they ride off and three then or they, four miles. And then it cuts to them camping and they're like talking. He's like, "How long do you think we rode out before we had to go back and turn your directions?" <laughs> oh, about three or four miles. <laughs> this is. And they're like s- eating bats and they're like tasting it. Like mm, no, this is bad. like our second or third musical scene. Uh, Chevy Chase is playing guitar. The rest of them are singing under the stars. Beautiful, beautiful sky behind them. Like, three feet behind them. It's a completely painted background. Yeah, and then, like, all the animals show up. There's, like, a... Like, a... An obviously animatronic turtle sitting next to them. A real coyote and, like, real puma. Yeah. Pretty scary, but... Also really cool. Have you the guys... The horses start singing. I don't know what the fuck... This is when the movie got... I think they died. Weird. <laughs> I think they died at this point. I don't think they packed any provisions, water, or food, or anything, and they died. Just rode out in the desert and died. Yeah, they're like, we'll be heroes. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever slept outside like that, underneath the stars, no tent? Mm-hmm. Nice. I have. It's pretty nice if you're in the right conditions. It, right. It, it can, can suck. Oh yeah. If you're not in the right conditions. This looks like pretty nice conditions. They got all these animal guardians around them. <laughs> yeah, because they soothed them with their... You were right, Josh. They were a group of traveling bards. <laughs> you called this as you soon as you saw this their outfits. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> a group of traveling bards. You... Wow. <laughs> it totally is, because there's the D&D encounter you explained right now. Uh... They're like, oh, the village told us to travel east until we find the singing bush and chant these, these phrases. phrases while each shooting one bullet up into the air. And that will summon the invisible swordsman. And, of course, whenever they're saying this, you think, oh, these people that they just screwed over, they're like, <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. Go die. Go fucking die. <laughs> Which they might. I don't know. But they get to the singing bush. But it actually works. They do it. And Chevy Chase says his line shoots straight across instead of behind up. him he like shoots behind him and this he and you hear a thud and a clang and you see the silhouette of a guy fall on the sand <laughs> an invisible swordsman and they're like what are we gonna do now he's the only one that could lead us there oh my god I don't know what was going on it went completely off the rails I loved it and then it went right back oh, to yeah. how it was before and do you think this was lack of water lack of sleep I Just, don't know I was half expecting for it to show them, like, drinking from, like, a cactus or some weird fruit, and then they were hallucinating or something. But nope. It's just... Just happened. Just happened. (laughs) Maybe they were alluding to that. Like, Chevy Chase just brought all his coke down to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, they see a plane. They see the same plane with the... Like, it's a red or orange plane with a black iron cross on it yeah and they're like that must be heading towards because the germans are supplying el guapo with guns right so that he can be a pillage yeah so he can be a bandit and it is el guapo's birthday the next day when they wake up they're riding towards town oh we have that great scene in the desert where the two of them are trying to drink out of their canteens the first one gets like a dribble of water the second one actually gets a mouthful of oh, sand. sand. Oh, that looked gnarly. And then Chevy Chase has, like, he's just 
like like down in himself There's in way the water. Too much water in the <laughs> way too much. He's water. holding it over himself for minutes, gurgling <laughs> it, spitting it. He throws it on the ground and it's, it's pouring. pouring out. He pulls it's out his us. chapstick, puts it on. And he's like, oh. Do you guys want They're some just chapstick? like looking at him, like staring daggers, like, oh, you want some chapstick? <laughs> so we get to El Guapo's party. There's the plethora of piñatas. He's uh, stolen a woman from the town to be his revenge bride, which I guess is a thing for me. Yeah, bandits. there was a really awkward scene where one of the other ladies that live in this. Well, they said it was a bandit encampment. It was a like it, a, it used to be a missionary. Yeah. So and they took it over. And uh, there's this other lady who's explaining to the newly captured girls, like, well, he wants you to be your woman for the evening for his birthday. Do you know what? uh, I want to warn you about how El Guapo makes love. Do you know what foreplay is? No. Well, that's good, because neither does El Guapo. (laughs) 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 Rape jokes. (laughs) Oh, bandits. Yep. Uh, He... He... It, it's not it's rape I'll say yeah I'll come on and say it Jake but it's a strange brew because he's talking about it the next scene and Hefe's like why don't you just take her take her why don't you just rape her and he's like I don't want to you don't understand women yeah, I wanna, you can't pull part of a flower's petals well, don't go into it said. don't get dirty yeah, really, we said. have just lost all this no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> The moist flower of her love. <laughs> moist. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I don't want to take her. I want her to make that choice. And if she doesn't, I'll kill her. Kill her, yeah. yeah so it's That's terrible. The That's yeah. the joke. But um, he's like, oh, I don't want to rape her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's a banquet table. All his friends are there. The Germans are there. And the... There's three attempts to break in by the Amigos. One thing, these one, are great. One question I have. What happened to the Germans? One of them was stuck in the missionary. One of them died. Yeah, for sure. Died. I think two might have died. One might have just run away. Maybe they were yeah. setting up for a sequel. They just left. <laughs> a sequel? <laughs> World, Amigos, Amigos, World War II? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all at a banquet. And there's three attempts. I love this. First... Is is it is it lucky day? Yes. And he swings. No, smash- first is a dusty road. Okay, swings through some wooden blinds, smashes through the room where the woman is captive, goes into a wardrobe, and it shuts. And so a uh, guard comes in. He's like, "What was that?" She's like, "I have no idea." Second attempt it's is Martin Short. He f- swings out, gets his boot stuck in a pinata, <laughs> and is stuck up there. Stuck parallel to the ground. He's like stuck up there the for like yeah. who knows how long, several hours. Just holding on. Third is lucky. And he swings down. Oh, he, right in the middle of the crowd. He belly flops. Could you imagine how much this would hurt? He swings on a rope and just dirt belly flops. I don't know. Ask Steve Martin's stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy that got kicked by the horse. <laughs> Uh, he gets captured, put in a cell. A really odd... Yeah, this is a weird... It's like a steampunk wizard D&D <laughs> puzzle you might have to solve. Because there's all these like levers and weights, and he's got to inch his way forward. And he... then hit the right levers so that it releases. I don't know. I think this was <laughs> built by Steve Martin. He's like, I need some sort of mechanical contraption in my movie to make me funnier. Or something. Oh... 
What does Steve Martin saw? <laughs> Steve Martin's jigsaw. <laughs> that little uh, doll comes out and it's playing a banjo this time. <laughs> Want to play a game? <laughs> I hate these cans. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make like miss. You're gonna get killed by him now if you misquote Steve Martin. <laughs> I'm the jerk. Uh. Um, yeah. So Martin Short's just hanging out above him. He's like, they're like dancing and having a party, and he's just up there like smiling, they're dancing into the air every once in a while too. And he's just like, ah. And every time, yeah, every time they fire up in the air, I love it. He flinches and it shows him. Uh, so Chevy Chase comes out of the wardrobe, talks to her. He's like, we got to get down there and observe it. They have no plan. They were, the plan was they to break in. They knock out the guard. Their plan was to break in, and he's like, yeah. we didn't expect after that. that to work, yeah. so we didn't plan it, This has been a suicide mission since they found out it was real. Yeah. So they knock out the... Oh, he can't knock out the guard. She does. He's, like, covering his eyes. He can't, can't pistol-whip him. And this always takes me back to The Simpsons, where Homer's thinking of pistol-whip, and he's, like, just eating Cool Whip at the bottom of a pistol, like, mmm, pistol-whipping. <laughs> so she pistol-whips him. They take, his, take clothes, his clothes, go down to the courtyard. He tells her to go grab the horses, and she's, like, good idea. And he, like, looks like he's about to, like, break down crying because someone said he had a good idea. He's like, thank you. <laughs> She is the true hero of this because they get down to the courtyard. He's spotted as soon as El Papa gets within like sight of him. He's like, I know all the people here. I know how we met. I know our well, exploits. He had a weird little line. He was like, I know each of you as well as I know my own smell. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and he's talking about their conquests. Mm-hmm. And he picks out Chevy Chase. He's like, who the hell are you? And uh, he's like, I love this line, our gringo's fallen from the sky. And right then, Martin Short falls from where he's been hanging yeah. onto the table. Hefe's like, actually, yes. Yes, well, <laughs> they are. There's a... There's, is the, there's no shootout at this point. Because no, the because German they're, they're about to take him away. Notices the German Ned. notices Ned, yeah. And he's like, oh, you were my favorite. You were so good with a gun. You were so fast. You're like a god to me. It made me train every day for hours. And then I found out it was all fake. And Ned's like, no, it wasn't. He's like, Just straight face. Like, no, I, I was I never fast. used trick shots. I yeah. am that fast. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? Because uh, I hear you should kill your heroes. And he has a duel with Martin Short. They get the, they get far away yeah. from each other, like forty yards, and they're like, "No, you can't use that little puny pistol. Here's, Here's a, man's a man's gun." gun. And this is a great thing where they hand it to him and it drops to the ground. <laughs> it's like that's not fair. Works. Yeah. Martin Short still wins. He <sighs> is that fast. He does. He shoots it, but then he flies back like twenty feet. The and gun then the flies gun up. flies up right into Steve Martin, who's just standing mm -hmm. there by chance, and he grabs it, so he points at El Guapo. Because he's escaped from the throws steampunk the knife cell. At the other guy. Yep. And they go open the date, the gate. The horses are waiting. They ride out of town. Uh, 
They get they the plane. They, they, they take the plane, and Ned knows how to fly it. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> this is great. They're hanging on the wings, just like, <laughs> They're all screaming. It reminds me of when we watch plane trains and automobiles. Yeah. And the crash scene where they look back and forth, just <laughs> screaming. <laughs> uh, they get back to town, and they they have a plan. And what was your line, Josh? When they get back to town? Yeah. They're like, we have a plan. You had, a, you had a great line while we were watching this. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I bet this is going to be something dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. You were just, like, getting yeah. ready for something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. What was their plan? Everyone, it was from their movies. Amigos, Amigos, Amigos. Everyone in town dressed up as them. When they found out that the town, the only thing that the town's good at is sewing. Because yep. uh, having guns, Martin, Sh- <laughs> Martin Short's character is like, "What are you all good at? You're not a ton of weaklings. We'll band together and use your skills against them." And they're like, "What can you do?" And they're just all like, "Uh, we can sew." <laughs> Once again, it's a movie of bar- it's a troupe of bards because they cast mirror image, <laughs> and everyone in this town looks like an amigo. Yeah. And Specifically they, those three. And it's hilarious no, because no, they're, running, only those they're running around and the whole <laughs> yeah. gag is like the, everyone's all confused because they all are dressed as them. But it's very it's clearly all like three of the, all three of them just in different spots. Yeah. They win. They shoot all the bad guys. And this is something I didn't remember. Like I thought they may... Like scare the him. bad guys and yeah, they make arrested flee. him or something. No, they, no, they kill him. They're all dead. Which okay. they kill him and Hefe. He's there's a lot of death in this movie. This I think this was PG. This was before PG. Oh, they said Dick. <laughs> you can say Dick all you want. Oh, that was a good line. He's like, hold it right there, I'll guapo, or I'll fill you so full of lead that you'll use your dick as a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. And Hefe's like. What? What's he mean? <laughs> or no, he says what's he mean, and Hefe tries to explain it to him. I think they're gonna shoot you until you can write with your penis. It's a different type of lead, but it it's a joke because it like, sounds the same. Maybe it also means that your penis is tiny or thin. Yeah, Hefe get, it gets real into it here. If this was... Ten years later, Adam Sandler would have played a Hawapo, or the good guy, and Rob Schneider would have played one of Hefe. the one of uh, of Adam Sandler's groupies is in this movie. Really? Yeah, the guy at the beginning who I said was in the Wedding Singer. No, no, he of. was pre Adam Sandler. He was not an Adam Sandler groupie. That's he's in all of, like he's in all, he, all sorts of Adam Sandler. Right, movies. he's an SNL alum. <laughs> But he's in the calling wedding singer. him an Adam Sandler groupie he's is in the insulting as shit. He was in the wedding singer. He was in Little Nicky. He was in uh, Click. He was in. He's he's so many Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, he. So what does it mean to be an Adam Sandler groupie then? Because <laughs> what what's his movie? Austin. What's, name name his movie. Whose movie? That guy exactly. <laughs> he's an Adam Sandler groupie. <laughs> You mean Jay Sherman from The Critic? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get death threats. <laughs> you can't just call someone an Adam Sandler groupie. Unless they're Rob Schneider. <laughs> least of all. 
least of all, John Lovitz. Yeah, okay, that's his name. <laughs> that's his name. That's his name. Yeah. What is... I, I want to find a John Lovitz, like, starring role I don't movie. think there is one. <laughs> he was in Hamburger, the motion picture. God. That, oof, that takes me back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he wasn't just an Adam Sandler. He was in all the SNL movies. He I played Coneheads. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in this. Yeah. He's a, he's an SNL guy that took bit roles in all their all of his friends' movies. Yeah. <laughs> Which, why would you blame him? Yeah. I don't. If you're in that crew, get that money. I don't. Nope. You're the one that put a negative connotation <laughs> on being an Adam Sandler groupie. Oh, that is negative. That is so... <laughs> I, I said SNL crew. You said Adam Sandler groupie. Okay, you're right. The only Adam Sandler groupies are Rob Schneider. <laughs> no, don't name names. Death Threats. They'll come and don't name names. They know who they are. <laughs> They're on Netflix. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I'm not. Me and Josh are not affiliated with the comments being made at this time. I don't know. Josh can be if he wants. No. <laughs> so I mean, that's basically the end of the movie. They're leaving town, and uh, they all get kisses. And I love Steve Martin's. Because it's a girl that. Just no, that's that's uh, that's Ned. I'm talking about the oh. second one where he's like, "I'll come back for you," and she's like, "Why?" <laughs> oh, because I thought we had something, and she kind of blushes and steps back like, "No." no. <laughs> you, the whole movie, people are like, "You don't belong here." That's <coughs> <coughs> so true. Oh, this movie makes me giggle. Yeah, it it's holds totally. Up. It's super silly and absurd but it makes me laugh and I think it holds up which you can't say about a lot of 80s movies these days you like it Josh? yeah I like it you like it better than Oblivion? yes would you like it better than planes, trains, and automobiles? yes you like it better than nothing but trouble? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, I wish John Candy was in this movie. There were some legitimately funny jokes, and well, I bet I kind of rolled. Is that you know? I, I think it does hold up pretty well. I agree. Uh, this has been. Have you seen? You can find us on Fapcheck at Facebook. Wherever there's a terrible movie. <laughs> Wherever there's an injustice of comedy. God, that it was like, you could read that many different ways. Wherever some kid is getting kicked in the shin. It's, <laughs> Will or be there. Does that mean you did it? You find us at FapCheck on uh, Facebook, YouTube. Email us at FapCheck at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, comments. You can follow us on the Facebooks. I said that. And the YouTubes. And the YouTubes. Uh, this podcast and our other Amazeballs can be found on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as podcast.com. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. catch you next week mm-hmm. for another wonderful movie. This is the best movie we've seen in weeks. Yeah, this is, oh, sure. this is, the, this is a fun one. What did we see before the Emoji movie? What was right before that? Like, that was... Right before Emoji? Yeah. Because it was Emoji, Kingsman, Oblivion... Like, yeah. Fuck, what did we watch right before that? I mean, you tell us, gentle listener. 
Goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> My little buttercup <laughs> has the sweetest smile. <laughs> huh.